The virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, the 31st of uh, October in the year of our Lord, 2022. Um, we are one week away from tomorrow, uh, the most important midterm election since 1862, since the early years of the Civil War. We're going to be going from uh, Arizona to San Francisco to talk about Brazil, all of it. But we're going to start in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania with Colonel Doug Mastriano. And Colonel, uh, you're very familiar being a Civil War historian about the importance of the 1862 election. How important is this midterm compared to that, sir? Uh, definitely a most important in the past hundred years, Steve. And, you know, let me lay it out for people because there's a lot of gubernatorial races, there's a lot of Senate races, and there's a lot of talk, you know, within our own Senate race, which is important, uh, you know, about crime and energy and inflation, all that. There, there is nothing in Washington, D.C. they can do about crime in Pennsylvania. There's nothing they can do in Washington, D.C. unless they completely rewrite the laws, you know, as far as election integrity in Pennsylvania. There's, there's nothing they can do about our energy sector. And so we have to win in Pennsylvania in 2022, the governor's race, because, and the Democrats get it, Steve, the path of the White House in 2024 starts in 2022, Pennsylvania. The governor of our state gets to appoint uh, the secretary of state who oversees the conduct and matter of the elections together with the General Assembly. And so that is key to our state. Let's talk about it. We're now down to the, uh, in fact, Siena New York Times uh, has a suppression poll out this morning. It's on their front page talking about Herschel Walker's down, uh, Blake Masters is down. Um, these are obviously suppression polls. Dr. Oz is down, which no other poll backs that up. Um, talk to us about your race. What what needs to be done, because you're down a couple of three, uh, what needs to be done by your forces and you between now and uh, next Tuesday evening? Uh, eight days ago, just more than a week, uh, we have to redouble our efforts and take nothing for chance. We, we you know, I, I do believe we're going to have a great turnout, but we have to make sure it's not a narrow margin because there's still shenanigans in Pennsylvania. So we're asking people to get out their uh, Christmas card lists and call up everyone on their Christmas card lists here to get out the vote for Doug. We're asking people to go to DougForGov.com and if they can donate to help us continue advertising, it's, it's small donations from across the state from your audience that are keeping us so strong. Uh, or uh, and sign up uh, if to be a poll worker. We'll train you. So uh, Glenn Yalkin this time last year in Virginia was told he couldn't win, and the poll showed him you know more points back than I am. I think it's six or seven points back, and uh, I think he pulled it off in large part, Steve, with uh, doing his part for voting integrity. Uh, I understand his people had about ninety percent of the polls covered, and so we still have a ways to go to achieve that goal. So go to DougForGov.com. We'll train you. If you live out of state, you can make you can be part of a phone bank. We're reaching out to specific demographics to, to get out the vote. 
Uh, you can make phone calls from anywhere in the nation or anywhere from around the world to these people. We'll give you a list. Okay, this is very important. I want to go through that one more time. You can work phone banks. You can do all sorts of things as volunteer. Uh, where do they go for that, uh, Colonel Mastriano? Please go to DougForGov.com. That's Doug, number four, G-O-V, DougForGov.com. The, the MAGA, uh, obviously, you, you've touched a nerve with MAGA, and you've got tremendous MAGA support. That's how you won the primary. With the, the, the Youngkin Coalition, which I say is both 100% turnout of MAGA and the suburban moms or the parental rights movement, particularly some people who are maybe not uh, completely in love with the concept of Donald Trump. Uh, given that crime and, uh, and, and, and parental rights in the schools and all this madness, not just how bad education is, but the indoctrination, how are you doing bringing that part of the coalition together? You know, from, and like you said, there, there's so many polls, so many assessments. So I'm going I'm to refer to my own or, you know, a, a handful of others that I think are fairly good measures and reliable. Uh, for the suburban moms, I, I think we're doing better there than, than, uh, that happened in the presidential in 2020. Uh, a lot of it's affected, of course, by crime and law and order. My opponent is the senior law enforcement guy of the state, and you know, and he's done nothing. You know, in fact, he tweeted out the other day after these abysmal reports came out of Philadelphia. I think we should do something about crime. I'm kind of like, dude, where you've been for six years, you had your chance. And so uh, we're looking at over a thousand carjackings, about two thousand shooting victims, Philadelphia. 4,400 robberies. We're at a 440 plus uh, uh, homicides in Philadelphia, most mostly shooting victims. Uh, the grave diggers say they can't keep up. Uh, we're watching graphic, disgusting porn available in elementary school. We have Josh Shapiro supports a gender transition without consent of the parents uh, for minors in Pennsylvania. He supports the critical race theory. He supports uh, pushing out parental rights. I mean, and the list is extensive as, and he fought hard. Josh Shapiro fought hard, my opponent, for the right for boys to be in the girls' bathroom. That, that's a safety issue. That's a health and safety issue. And Josh Shapiro was also complicit in, in uh, Virginia this time last year. And we know what happened. It's because it's just a, it's a time bomb. A 15-year-old girl in Loudoun County, thanks in part to Josh Shapiro suing Virginia, uh, was raped in a, in a girls' bathroom by a guy, and uh, we remember what happened to her dad. Her dad was hauled out in handcuffs at the school board meeting. You know, that, That's Josh Shapiro's wor world, and because of his radicalism, we're seeing the suburban moms you know, gravitate for us. Uh, one startling piece of information, and this, uh, apparently I'm told I'm the only Republican with, with this kind of reach, is that we're doing very well in comparison to my uh, opponent uh, with uh, young voters, 18 to 24. That This is an interesting dynamic, and we're really excited about that. The reason you are is that those kids have had their lives ruined, their high school years taken yep. away by the mass <clears throat> mandates, the vaccine mandates. These kids, I'm telling you, are there for the taking. All you have to do is represent and get in there and start and start focusing on them. The 18 to 24 year olds do not think for a second that they are uh, that they are uh, beholden to the Democrats. They feel that these guys, the men and women of the Democrat Party, have 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 ruined their lives. Before I let you guys, I just want to go back and make sure people understand this, particularly suburban moms and particularly people who know uh, people that have children in school. Walk through how Josh Shapiro was really a big part of this uh, catastrophe in uh, in Loudoun County, sir. So uh, Josh Shapiro, about a year and a half ago, fought really hard in Pennsylvania for, for this ridiculous notion that it's okay for for people to use whatever bathroom they want, kids to pick bathrooms in school. And Josh Shapiro fought hard for 
biological boys in the midst of COVID, Steve, and we were lectured by him and others to follow the science. I'm like, that's a great idea. Why don't we do that? Uh, but then uh, he, he won in Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, and he wasn't content in, in winning and imposing his radical dangerous. This is very dangerous. I mean, this, you're asking for trouble. Our girls, are you kidding me? And uh, then he fought He fought hard against the uh, parents and kids in Virginia and Florida with, with a He filed amicus. So, he, you know, he's part of these lawsuits in, in Virginia and Florida. And he won in, in Virginia. And it was like just weeks after this victory that he was part of, of having biological boys be able to use the girls' bathroom. Uh, that a beautiful 15-year-old girl was raped. And, you know, we, we watch that catastrophe. This this is unfolding in Pennsylvania as well. You know, put yourself in, in, the, in the shoes of these little girls. You know, are you going to try to hold it all day? So that's a health issue. Are you going to try to wait and go in with a group of friends? Are, are you going to take the risk and, and maybe be, you know, injured by some some pervert creep that's hanging out in the bathroom? Thanks to Shapiro. Uh, we, uh, we've uncovered uh, pictures from his, his earlier days in politics where he, he was part of a drag queen show. So he... So he'll bring the, the you know these these uh, drag queens in, into the schools. Um, he's he's doing things where parental consent is being violated, and uh, you think things are bad right now in Pennsylvania? It's going to be far worse underneath him. He, he's an ideologue. Now, President Trump, there's going to be correct me if I'm wrong. There's another uh, one last uh, rally scheduled. I think for this weekend is it going to be Saturday or, or Sunday? Is there, do we have some definition on this? Yes, Saturday afternoon, uh, the, the pre-event when uh, Remy and I and Dr. Oz will be speaking will be at uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, east of Pittsburgh in Latrobe, you know, at, at the uh, Ar- Arnold Palmer Airport, famous uh, son of the area there. And uh, it's going to be a great event. We're thankful Donald Trump sees how important Pennsylvania is and that he picked the, the best day that he has left, that Saturday to come up. But we, Rebby and I, my wife and I spoke to him a couple of days ago. He's excited to come back. We're expecting a massive turnout. Uh, the point of going uh, to the southwest, of course, is, is to keep the momentum and energy up in the southwest. Our, uh, our last week, Steve, we're, we're hitting a bunch of key counties and we'll be in the southwest. We're, we're going to hit the southeast really hard as well, especially the suburbs. Okay, uh, one more time. How do people go uh, if they want to volunteer or if they can support your campaign, sir? Thank you once again, Steve. And I'm grateful for you and your leadership in the nation here. Uh, please go to DougForGov.com and uh, do your part to save our nation. Colonel Mastrano, you're fighting the good fight. Everybody's got your back. Uh, go with God. Thank you very much for taking time to come in the war room. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Kick off the week. Let's go to Melody Jennings uh, from Clean Elections. Of course, in Arizona, it's called something different. Melody, uh, what is up? You won in federal court the other day. Can you give our audience, and, and like the judge said, the people wearing camis and, and, and carrying, is that's the law of Arizona. They stand, they're standing far enough back uh, from um, the appropriate distance from these boxes. They've got the cameras out there, but everything's according to the rules. The federal judge said that. What's the latest update? Rumblings are that this is not over yet. It's not over. They've appealed their TRO and uh, went up to the Ninth Circuit Court. Um, But I just I believe in the rule of law and I believe in the First Amendment uh, that we will prevail. I mean, we have all the footage and all the sauce that we need to show them to flip the script that it wasn't us intimidating anyone, but it was them intimidating us. So uh, that's coming to a screen <laughs> near you soon. Um, but I, I believe in our justice system and uh, that we will prevail. And it can't go any other way. It really just cannot. What, 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 do, you, what do you mean that they intimidated? I mean, folks were in camis and they were carrying, which is Arizona. People can dress how they want to dress and, and, and people, you know, it's an open carry state. 
but you you say you have footage where those folks are i know they i don't think they were with you but your people that were out there were being intimidated people in general whether they were with me or whether they had just gone out there to watch a dropbox because they've heard of us or just on their own it's not just people who have joined me who are out there a lot of other people as well but we have the footage showing that these particular people and the people that are with clean elections uh, were actually completely still sitting quiet. Those two people we found out were a hundred feet back, just sitting between their cars, minding their own business. And it, it was the news and uh, some people that we've found out on Twitter who discovered them and said, let's make this crazy. And so we actually have the footage of this person and I won't give all the sauce that we have right now um, from their their personal camera, uh, the, the footage that they took, and it, it literally tells a different story. It, we have the picture of that person who came up to them laughing it up with the news. We have a picture of it. Um, and then we also have footage of, you know, the news staging a whole situation on, on this last Saturday evening, which we haven't broken yet, and we will. Um, but this is going to go in our direction because, you know, honestly, if anyone's doing the intimidating, it's them. And the news is in on it. You know, I don't, I'm going to say allegedly the news is in on it. I mean, it's it's kind of overwhelming. Um, okay. But we, so what – can, can people go – where they go to still volunteer? I know you're throughout the nation in the, what, the nine battleground states. Where do people go to volunteer? Because you guys are not backing off. We're not. It's cleanelectionsusa.org. And also right now, if you would like to support uh, the lawfare that's happening, please go to True the Vote. And donate truthevote.com and just specify Dropbox because, you know, they're going to try to lawfare us into the ground, but it's not going to work. So please contribute if you can um, and help us out with this fight for justice. Melody, uh, great job. I know you guys are on top of things. We'll check in throughout the day and hopefully have you back on this afternoon to find out more about what happened uh, on the lawfare side. But so far, so good. Just keep uh, keep plugging along and make sure everybody plays by the rules. All we want is f- uh, transparent Free and fair elections. Melody Jennings from uh, Clean you. Elections got got a different name in Arizona now, but uh, Clean Elections throughout the uh, throughout the rest of the country. Melody, thank you. Okay, we're going to do a combination this week. We've got polling, we have political operatives, we have strategists, we have people uh, in the activists. We need everybody to the ramparts. There can be no one, uh, no shirkers, nobody dragging their heels, no whining, no tears, right? No tears in the war room. No whining in the war room. It's action, action, action. We're going to go next from the Bay Area, from Baghdad by the Bay to Brazil. All next segment. Only in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. No connection? (laughs) That he was just deranged? You're going to hear that word a lot. When a Republican is asked about this, you're going to hear the Republicans say, look, this was a deranged individual. They say it's that simple. He was deranged. And by the way, voters, crime is up. Look away. Look at that. Crime is up. Trumpists will say that you should look away from the obvious parallels to January 6th. A review of David DePap's online accounts shows he was part of a far-right world of hate, anti-Semitism, and conspiracy theories involving anti-vax hysteria and voter fraud. Let me have it. With men- you know, there's a some Monday mornings I just can't do Mika. Just can't. I can't hear. I can't listen to the voice. I just can't do it. This is one of those Mondays. Let's look at the facts. Um, I'm going to bring in John Cardillo. Uh, a lot of people know him as a TV host, as a radio host. What people don't, a lot of people don't know, he's former NYPD, has a lot of time doing this. So, John, we don't want to look away. Yeah. They've made this their closing argument. They made this their closing argument. And everybody that watched this show, this is the classic type of story that the war room never touches. We never touch this. There's other people that do it better. There's other people get all over this stuff. It's just not what we do. And we started on the very first day, and here's the reason. They jumped on it automatically as their closing argument for the end of democracy and the insurrection, which they haven't been able to sell to the American people because it's number nine on a list of five Right. Important. This is why they're getting smoked. This is why there's the, the, the just announced the Democratic governors are coming in big in New York City for a TV buy because Lee Zeldin is leading Hochul. Right. Uh, yeah. Henry's up over over Letitia James. You got 15, count them, 15 Democratic seats in play in uh, in uh, New York for the for the for the uh, Congress, the House in New York State. So, John, here's what I don't get. They could just they just came out and announced from the sticks that now there's not a third person. Right. right. After the, the police officer said the other day that, that, that by legislation, police officers have to have body cams. I mean, you're a cop, a former cop. There's just so much information. No, we're not going to look away, Mika. We want to know exactly what the facts are. OK, she's third in line to the presidency, at least until uh, the evening of November 8th. I realize she got another 60 days of uh of an orgy of spending and remember i said orgy of spending not just orgy because i wouldn't want to make any uh i wouldn't want to cast aspersions on the baghdad by the bay situation but cartilla just you're a cop or former cop tell me what's going on here and so much to unpack steve so much to unpack all right so it's in first of all why aren't we seeing any body camera footage we know back in 2016 there was an executive order mandating body cameras for San Francisco PD officers. That was a responding agency. That's number one. Number two, as recently as May of this year, San Francisco PD immediately released body camera footage in an officer-involved shooting. And only about three and a half weeks ago, right, right around September 20th, the San Francisco PD got authority to immediately access 
private surveillance cameras, your ring doorbell, forget the city cameras on the lamppost, that, that store across the street with surveillance, uh, uh, with a surveillance system within. So there are multiple camera angles here. John, brother, 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 they're worth $250 million. Forget the right. Capitol Hill police. I don't want to get into that conversation. Ridiculous. These people are worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Uh, Pacific Heights is one of the most uh, prestigious addresses in America. Are you telling me they don't have a, t- a great security system and maybe a couple of three runner cops? John Cordilla. Yeah, look, I think it's inconceivable that the person third in line for the presidency doesn't have a local police detail. And even if she says to local police, OK, I don't want the detail on my husband, give him some privacy. There are still going to be patrol cars with police officers in them, Steve, within a block, within a seconds, seconds response time. The entire fact pattern of the case makes no sense whatsoever. Now, the third person, very interesting with the D.A. Brooke Jenkins said she didn't say there was never a third person. She said there was a third party did not open the door. And at the time police arrived, there was no third party present. You got to read into the nuances of this one. She's never said there wasn't. Her statements are really telling, right? I mean, but then again, this is the same party that told us a sitting president was a Russian spy. This is the same party that hasn't indicted Hunter Biden, that never arrested anyone in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. So do we believe this DA? She also says, well, there's no evidence that Mr. Pelosi knew the assailant. But there's a 911 call where the 911 dispatcher speaking to Pelosi is relaying to police. He says the man's name is DePape, David DePape. He's a friend. So what is it? Did he not know the guy or was the guy a friend? And then she says that the caller, Pelosi, was disoriented. The entire fact pattern of the case makes no sense whatsoever. First off, John. John, John, hang on. That that, that he the, the the assailant let him take a. This is remember, Morning right. Meek and these people are planted up that this is an assassination attempt on Nancy Pelosi. So right. in their theory, the assassin is now in the residence, and yet he lets a guy go take a head call. And oh, by the way, he just has to be charging his phone in that bathroom. Like right. who at two thirty in the morning? If you're charging your phone, is next to your bed, right? Nothing here. I, I, all I'm saying, and I've said this from the beginning. Make this make sense, John Cardillo. Look, they, they also said the Associated Press reported that the assailant had zip ties, right? The paper had zip ties. The DA said she cannot confirm that. None of the information makes sense, Steve. It looks like the media is running extreme cover for whatever happened in that house. I don't believe, I don't believe that this was a random attack. I mean, the evidence points the other way. Bernie Carrick, mutual good friend of ours, former New York City police commissioner, decades in law enforcement. Bernie, we talk every day. Neither one of us believe that this was a random attack. The fact that no cop I speak to believes it. The fact pattern betrays that narrative. It tells us these two guys knew each other. The DA is also saying, look, we, we don't even know who opened the door. It could have been the paper. It could have been Pelosi. What kind of, of home invader? <laughs> Then opens the door for the police and says, hey, guys, for the cops, hold it. And then and how does the police I like to see a body cam. How does he get this grievous head injury that he needed brain surgery after one of the two opened the door? Wouldn't Pelosi run out or why would the the assassin of Nancy Pelosi open the door? And how did it take place? How did they how did they fight for the hammer after that happened? What were the police doing? The whole thing. Nothing makes sense. It hasn't made sense. And if they had a fact pattern, 
they would come out with a timeline. They'd have a big chart. If they had facts that supported what Morning Mika's saying, right, they'd have a fact chart. What about over in Berkeley? He's living in an in-town former nudist colony with a gay pride flag with the marijuana, Black Lives Matter. The neighbors are saying they're a bunch of fiends, a bunch of drug fiends. The guy's everything else. That is not – last time I looked, that is not MAGA. Would you, would you agree that you don't see that guy in the first row in a red ball cap at a Trump rally, sir? No, I mean, I, I don't know, Steve. Maybe we're nuts, but I don't think the nudist activist married to the Russian homelessness advocate or, or baby mama Russian homelessness advocate is an America first guy. I mean, I just that's just not sitting well with me. I mean, the whole thing is just preposterous. And they think we're morons. They think they can sell us whatever they want to sell us. But people are critical thinkers at this point in history. Well, they got to be. Whistle- Look, the police in Oakland and the police in San Francisco, you've got some great people on the police force. Yeah. When do you think we're going to start getting, instead of these bizarre leaks to the Associated Press, that then the DA says, don't you think the DA on day three of this would be able to say if he had a bag of zip ties or not? I can't confirm that, right? Hello? When are the the police officers and others going to start putting out what the real story is, do you think, to guys like you and Bernie? Yeah, listen, even I'm talking to cops in the area, they're kind of laughing at the official narrative and, and they're they're saying, you know, your tweets are, are more on point, but there's a lot of confusion here. I mean, it's hard to hide uh, zip ties under a fig leaf, right? This guy was a well-known nudist. I don't know what he what he brought into the house. But again, even the window, when you look at the window, the window is broken to the outside. Every burglary I ever responded to, the windows are broken to the inside when there's forced entry. I mean, what the guy do? Open the door, then break the window from the outside, go back outside, then come in the window? I mean, not even the physical evidence doesn't support the Pelosi's narrative. And come on, is it inconceivable the Democrat DA is going to run cover for the Pelosi's? CBS, it was CBS Bay Area that I read those excerpts from. Even they're saying, well, they can't confirm zip ties. If CBS Bay Area isn't confirming in full the Pelosi's account, they have a lot of problems. We, we also understand. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't have a, pol- a local police detail, uh, given that it's the family. But he's he's got a troubled past. As uh, John, you know this. He's got a very troubled. There's so many questions we don't know from the DUI. Correct about an, another person. Were they there? Were they not there? Uh, now you got a third person. That the cops say this on Friday in the first couple of minutes. It's not reversed until this morning, I think. So three days into it. How do people supposed to get, unless they put up a chart and have names and body cam footage and surveillance camera, how are people supposed to feel comfortable with any of this, uh, John Cardillo? Well, again, so the DA uh, said there was no third party about 1030 last night, right? So it hit the news cycle this morning. But she said a third party didn't open the door. A third party wasn't there when police were present. She never addressed whether or not there had ever been a third party there. And you made a great point, Steve. An investigation is all about the timeline. We haven't seen a timeline. We don't know if a third party was there a half hour prior and the cops were right. Again, just too much ambiguity. And now it's looking like purposeful obfuscation, right? It's looking like they're covering it up. They're hiding the actual fact pattern to make their fact pattern fit the narrative. The last thing I want to ask you, isn't it kind of odd? uh, Isn't it kind of odd that Nancy Pelosi hasn't been? I don't think she's been to the sticks yet, right? The grieving wife goes out there. I don't think she came to the sticks. Don't you find that odd if she if they had all this and it was, you know, their closing argument, don't you think Nancy Pelosi would have gone to the sticks and made a couple of comments and maybe taken a question or two from inquiring minds, John? Absolutely. Look, she's hiding behind her proxy. She's hiding behind Jenkins, the DA. She's hiding behind the police chief. You know this, Steve. I mean, you know, and, and most of your audience is pretty politically astute. Nancy Pelosi rules that area with an iron fist. You don't get elected there. You don't raise a dollar unless Nancy Pelosi blesses you. 
She controls everything. This narrative is ultimately going to be what she wants yeah. it to be. And she's not standing in front of a microphone because she's got proxies giving her cover. Hey, hey, John, hang on for a second. I think we just got a statement. We're going to take a short commercial break. I think we just got a, a, a statement release. We're going to get on it. We're going to hold over John Cardillo. We've got uh, Matthew Tierman. A lot of breaking news out of Brazil. We're going to get to all of this of uh, President Bolsonaro, exactly what's happening down there on this election. Short commercial break. We're going to be back with Cardillo and Matthew Tierman. Also have the Citizens for Sanity. Wow. The group with the best ads, and I mean attack ads, in this cycle. All next in the war room. with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, a former Green Party guy who is uh, lives in, I don't know, in town, over at Berkeley. If everybody's been to Berkeley, particularly the section of Berkeley they live in, it's like a throwback to the 70s, right? Living with, I don't know, a nudist, uh, a homeless, I, who knows? It's like a pack of dogs over there, okay? But far be it from us to say it, it, he's deranged. We, want to say, we wouldn't want to trigger Mika, okay? Um, let's just say that he's not MAGA. I don't care what stuff he's put up or what stuff they say he puts up. What you need to do, Matt, uh, Mika, we're not looking away. We're actually looking into this deeply and talking to police officers and people behind the scenes because n- nothing makes sense. Make this make sense. And where's Nancy Pelosi? That was a statement, by the way, she put up. When's Nancy going to come to the sticks and answer a few questions about, you know, no offense, the husband. He's got some issues, right? Like to know what the blood, you know, was he, was he, you know, was he drinking again? You know, these are inquiring minds want to know. Nobody would care about this until you guys made your closing argument because your arguments to date haven't worked. So now it's magnified the most uh, honorable Decent, hardworking people, veterans, parents of active duty service members, the silent majority, the backbone of this country, right, is being once again demonized as lawless insurrectionists and criminals. Well, you had two years, and guess what? Nobody cared. That's why all the people on the J6 panel have either been turfed out or getting ready to get turfed out, right? And you, Nancy, are getting ready to get turfed out in a sweeping landslide, okay? That's just the math, baby. Hate to hate to break it to you, Mika. So you sit there and give me the you know the screwed up face and the nasty voice. It is what it is. But we're going to get to the bottom of this. Got zip ties? Doesn't have zip ties? Where's the where's the body cam? Where's the security footage? Just put it up. It should have been up Saturday morning. Put it up. Let's see it. By the way, maybe your narrative uh, of this guy uh, makes sense. Let's just see it. So far, there's just too many gaps. John Cradilla, how do people follow you on Twitter and on? Um, on um uh on getter and other social media platforms because you're kind of at the tip of the spear in this thing yeah same uh same user id everywhere facebook instagram uh uh, getter through twitter is just my name at john cardillo j-o-h-n-c-a-r-d-i-l-l-o at john cardillo okay john we'll be getting you back on hopefully for more updates i know you and bernie and others are on top of this so thank you very much appreciate it Uh, thanks steve good to see you like I say, this is not our line of country, but hey, they're going to make it the closing argument that uh, MAGA is violent, and this is the epitome of political violence. And I don't know why all these opposition, controlled opposition Republicans went down and kowtowed immediately, right, until we know the facts. 
Just let's get the facts out before people start kowtowing. Let's just let's just find out what the story is. Let's get the facts. Let's just get the facts. Put all the facts out, and then let's see. But he's clearly deranged. I mean, he's living in 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 in. And look at the neighbors. Look at the neighbors' interviews about the people. The the the, inter, the neighbors say they're deranged, living like a pack of dogs over there. Okay. Uh, do we have a? Do we have anything on Brazil? I have a cold open in Brazil. Okay, can I play a cold open in Brazil, and then let's bring in the great Matthew Tierman. That that right there is Lula's. That's Lula's constituents. That's the the violent criminals in the jails who are all all jacked up. That a criminal, a transnational criminal owned by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, somehow. So Matthew Tierman, I don't know if we have your charts, but you did an amazing analysis. We were up on Getter Live yesterday, following this uh, as it as it happened. Walk me through the math here, and particularly, I think we're seeing. 2020 all over again where we picked up 15 house seats yet donald trump you know uh didn't win uh, uh, bolsonaro's the bolsonaro movement won all over except in the big one and it started out so walk people through what happened yesterday sir well first even uh even more so more widespread mandate uh for the right delivered uh, in the first round and the second round, uh, the, the Chamber of Deputies, which is the lower house, the Senate, the governors, the three largest states in Brazil now, overwhelming wins in Sao Paulo, Rio and Minas Gerais uh, for Bolsonaro candidates, for right wing candidates. The, the Senate is going to have an overwhelming majority of a right wing coalition. Uh, hold it. But hold it. Hold it. Slow down. You got to give me that one more time, because the, the House big pickup in 2020 didn't get enough a thing to prove that Trump uh, won the election. Walk me through once again the overwhelming support for the Bolsonaro movement. Listen, do they think we're idiots? Just get, walk me through again what actually happened in the campaign yesterday. Yes, they do think we're idiots. Uh, the uh, the lower house, the House of Deputies, uh, Bolsonaro's. Uh, this is directly his party, not even right wing affiliated parties. His party went from 77 seats to 99 seats in the House of Deputies, which is a 30% gain, and that's 20% of the total. And that's just his party. And in the right-wing governing coalition group, it's that much bigger. So they will dominate in both the lower house and the upper house. The governorships in the largest state uh, went to Bolsonaro right-wingers. But somehow, just like we saw in the first round, just like you and I talked uh, over the last week and then yesterday in the live stream, every ballot drop after an initial lead. There you go. See that uh, the red is Lula territory. That's the Northeast. Historically poor, uh, impoverished, much more uh, owing itself to voting for Marxists. But the population centers are in the Southeast. So the majority of land, 60 percent of the land will be held by Bolsonaro candidates. But. At the same time, the population centers also came out for Bolsonaro. So, you know, hey, show show us exactly how there is no fraud when every single ballot drop, I sent Cameron another, every state, every ballots that came in were more and more for Bolsonaro, but every ballot drop showed a narrowing of the initial lead until there was an inflection. There we go. At the two-third mark. Okay, ho, 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 ho. Slow down, slow down. Particularly, we have a huge podcast and radio audience. I can't see that. Describe that for the audience, but also make sure the TV audience and live streaming can understand what you're doing. This is quite important. 
there's, there's a uh, regional chart that's showing the five sort of breaking down geographic regions that Bolsonaro won them, 55-45, 60-40. The only area where he did not have an overwhelming victory was where Lula has his stronghold, which is the impoverished, relatively poor, more rural northeast, where Lula did something, what, like it was, say, 70-30 or 70, something like this. And those ballots historically would actually come in later. And that's what now the left is saying. Oh, there's no fraud because those ballots always come in later. So the lead shrinks, except we know last night that they were still counting Sao Paulo ballots at the same time, that the ballots were coming in all from across the country uh, in drop randomly. Yet every numeric drop went one way where it shrunk Jair Bolsonaro's lead. And then at the 66, 67% of precincts reporting level, uh, there was an inflection. And that's where Lula... Hold, hold it. Hold, hold, hold it. Hold it. Tiermont put this up yesterday in Creative Destruction Media in the morning, hours before this came out, the first thing, the first analysis. Natalie Winters put it up on on uh, on our site, on worm.org. You called it to the exact point. You said, hey, at 60... You said this earlier in the day. You said, and we at sixty-seven percent when Bolsonaro at sixty-seven percent, you're going to have an inflection point. That's where they're going to put Lula in charge, and he'll win by a point. Boom. Yeah. Tell, tell, did any right. any of the statisticians or any of the mathematicians that you talked to in showing this to people? Did any of them say that this could possibly happen mathematically, sir? I, I said to one friend, it's like getting struck by lightning on the 18, on 18 different golf holes tees while playing like Kim Jong-il uh, and having 18 holes in one. The math is just, it, it, it doesn't make sense at all. They're, uh, my, uh, my team of forensic guys from around the world who put up this, uh, put up this study that they com- compiled over the last week uh, on our CDM press yesterday using uh, uh, a numeric analysis tool to detect fraud. Uh, they're right now running the same numbers, downloading the same uh, same ballot tabulation uh, buckets, data sets uh, from the public website just to see how much the curve. They know what it's going to look like just after what we watched yesterday. It's going to look the same. So they do think we're idiots. And uh, they've got a global press who's going to run interference for them. Uh, Reuters and Guardian and ever BBC. And look at how quickly oh, no. Biden said, brief their yeah. credible congratulations they all pound they all pounded in immediately uh and of course the new york times the biggest cheerleader at all for for alula the criminal came out today about how bolsonaro is going to be charged going to be indicted going to be i mean it's all it's yep. trump all over again now but like trump here here's the fly in the ointment the fly in the ointment is that the folks that won in the deputies in the house the bolsonaro movement Correct me if I'm wrong. They've all kind of said, well, hey, it's good enough for us because they want all these seats. I mean, right now, Bolsonaro, as he's talking, I think, to the military, which has the uh, actual duty to do the audits on the machines, if I'm correct, they've already done a report on round one. I don't think that's been made public. I know there's discussions going on, but it looks like most of the senior level associates of Bolsonaro have already either said congratulations or say this looks fine with us. Am I incorrect on that? No, I mean, he's got, you know, a lot of allies both in his party and affiliate right wing parties that have, uh, you know, have a pretty strong control of the Congress, even coming into this round. And now it's expanded. And a lot of them are just saying, like Carlos Zambelli, one of his top deputies uh, in, uh, in in Congress, uh, said, I will be the strongest opposition Lula's ever seen. Well, that just automatically predetermines that, OK, we're not going to push back on this at all. 
Meanwhile, Bolsonaro has not conceded, which is telling. Uh, we know he's met with his advisors, lawyers, military, which is his right. That does not mean a military coup is in place, because I know how this is going to play out in the global press. They're going to make a redux of narrative framing from Latin America in the 1970s. Oh, it's going to be a military coup if he even questions what we're talking about right here. The statistical improbability slash impossibility of every single ballot drop from every single region somehow going one way when we see the results, not just in the Congress, but in the aggregate final vote in this round with all these uh, two million more votes yeah. than last cycle. Uh, so there's going to be some gyrations this week. I think he's going to push back if he concedes, as he said, as he said publicly, as he said to you know my traveling party, Jason Miller and, and us when we went down there, uh, there's three ways this ends for him. He wins. He's killed or he's arrested. And he said, I'm not going to be arrested. So he's a strong guy in a positive way. That doesn't mean he's a fascist the way the, light, the left likes to paint every one of the uh, strong leaders on the right, but not the, the strong leaders on the left who are fascists. Uh, and uh, I think he will push back and fight uh, using whatever powers he has, which is his right as still the sitting president. You know, make this transparent. I keep hearing credible, fair, free elections in Brazil, super transparent. There's been no transparency. There's been censorship. There's been arrest of opposition. There's been penalization from the court to J uh, Jair Bolsonaro's party to stifle them ahead uh, of the first round and then in the second round uh, process. So I, I haven't seen transparency. I've been watching every tick on this. I got to tell you, not just as Brazil and the populist nationalist movement of Bolsonaro and the evangelical involvement, the traditional Catholic, this also means the CCP has got their hooks deep into Latin America in Central America, and no offense, they've been the Biden regime has been compromised, as the uh, House Judiciary Committee will bring up next year with the laptop from hell. Matthew, uh, I need you to give your uh, getter, Twitter, all of it, because people are following you 24-7 on this. At Matthew Tierman, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-T-Y-R-M-A-N-D. As, uh, as things continue, you and I will be talking more, I'm sure. Great. And by the way, fantastic on uh, Getter Live yesterday. It was just uh, incredible. So thank you very much, Matthew Tierman. We're going to be on top of Baghdad by the Bay out in San Francisco and also uh, this situation in Brazil. Breaking news all day long. If anything comes up, we'll pop up on uh, Getter immediately. Short commercial break. Citizen for Sanity. These folks are serious players. You're about to meet them next in the war room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app 
from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech. Protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway riders pushed down the tracks by the violently deranged. Stores being looted in broad daylight. Elderly women viciously beaten on the street and outside their homes. Gang shootings turning cities into war zones. Hardened criminals rampaging without fear. No fear of arrest. No fear of prosecution. No fear of jail. No fear of any consequence at all. Instead, you are made to live in fear. Woke progressive prosecutors are releasing dangerous predators before trial. Woke far-left politicians have allowed our streets and parks to be overrun with crime and drugs. Police have been made into the enemy and criminals into a protected class. Violent crime is up 21% in Washington, D.C., 35% in Chicago, 41% in New York City, and murders are up 207% in Portland. Cities in chaos, billions in property damages, lives and families destroyed. Stop the woke war on police. Stop the far-left assault on public safety. Stop the radical left-wing love affair with criminals. Stop the insanity. Citizen for Sanity, that, that is the single most powerful ad of this cycle. Came out, I think, a couple of months ago from Citizen for Sanity. They got another stunning ad, and to show you their range, the next the ad I'm going to show you in a few minutes is completely different, T- totally different in style, just everything. Uh, Ian Pryor is one of the senior advisors to Citizens for Sanity. W- walk me through, by the way, I, we can play a bunch of ads. You've got you've got the toughest immigration ads in the, in the invasion of the southern border. Your guy's angle of attack is just up in your grill. And I got to tell you, they should just be playing that ad in Pennsylvania for guys who want to support uh, Mastriano. That ad will be playing up. Nobody could vote for Josh Shapiro after seeing that ad. So tell me about Citizens for Sanity, sir. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, our, our primary mission is to common America. And you see it with that ad. You see it with the other ads. We're talking about crime. We're talking about immigration. about boys becoming girls and girls becoming boys. You know, these are the issues that we've been advertising on um, and trying to raise awareness. Because if you look at, you know, generally when air ads talk about things like the inflation, the economy, which are certainly important, but this is really a long-term fight to look at. When you're talking about aggressive prosecutors letting criminals out um, who then go and reoffend, and you're seeing the devastation in cities, people need to know about it. And 
this is just footage that is out there. This is footage, whether it's immigration ads. Yeah, yeah, but okay, but but here here's the thing: most political ads become white noise, even the attack ads. You know, I used to do this. I used to make those not for a living, but I used to make them to help out campaigns or to you know to 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 get involved in certain things. Most of the even the attack ads become white noise. Your ads are different than you can't look away. And no matter how many times you see these ads, you're drawn into it. So tell me how that works. Yeah, that's right. And we had we had ads up during the World series. Um, and just seeing the reaction from the left social media, that's all everyone was talking about. They're watching the World Series and they're out there on Twitter talking about our ad. And that is what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to the point where people are actually having these conversations, not just an ad that plays on TV about it just like every ad we want this to be a conversation because it's important that these things be addressed and that they be changed um you know our billboards are up all around the country as well those are a little bit more secure um things like you know protect pregnant men climate discrimination um drug cartels deserve support too satirical but it creates conversation because people are wondering is this real this satire they actually have to think about what they're looking at let me go ahead and play. Can we, we get booted? Let me play the, you have an ad that shows you a range of your range, but also it's an homage. Let's go ahead and play it. President Biden just said out loud what the aims and objectives of his administration's policies are, which is regime change in Russia. When you're calling for regime change in a nuclear state, that's a policy that you might want to think through before you do it. With that $40 billion aid package now signed, more U.S. weapons will be on their way here soon. The spending bill also brings the total U.S. expenditure on Ukraine to $67 billion. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power we know where this escalation leads it leads us closer and closer to the brink of a nuclear war but at the end of the day we've got to realize we're at war the world is closer to armageddon the white house is reinforcing president biden's recent warning of the possibility of nuclear armageddon Wow. Uh, that's an homage, obviously, to the famous Daisy. Tell us about that and the making of that, sir. Yeah, well, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it is an homage for LBJ at Daisy. And again, it's one of those things where you can't look away, but it's bringing attention to what's going on when we're talking about our foreign policy and what could result. I mean, again, these are clips from people on the news, not just conservatives, news media outlets. It's White House saying we're closer to nuclear Armageddon, yet nobody is talking. This is something we're talking about nuclear Armageddon and nobody is talking about it. No, they need to talk about this because this is a dire warning of what could happen if we go down this path. Again, it's important for us, and this is our mission, make sure that people are talking, that they're doing their own research, that they're understanding. That, that that ad could be here for our podcast and radio audience. By the way, the footage is of a little girl playing in a, like an October set of leaves, right? A beautiful fall day. Uh, very powerful because you combine all the different talk that's out there, and it's very loose talk about nuclear warfare. And we're going to have Rebecca Koffler on here in a second to talk about it. Ian, how do people get to you? How do they get to Citizens for Sanity? Because this is a group everybody's got to know. Yeah, website, forsanity.org, Twitter handle, at citizens underscore sanity. Ian, how do, do you have uh, do you have uh, social media people can follow you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm at at Ian B. Pryor on Twitter. 
tell the team over there, amazing. You cannot look away from the ads of Citizens for Sanity. And by the way, people ought to take a hard look at what they're doing because it's about the conversation. Ian, thank you very much. Short commercial break. John Solomon, Rebecca Koffler, Christine Caramo, Jim Marchant. Baby, we're loaded in 90 seconds in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 